somebody in the corner would strike out and say, I love the Lord. He heard my cry. Welcome back to another episode of the Keeper 100 Podcast. Um, today we got a good, very interesting episode. I think this is a, an important topic that a lot of people um, need to hear in their lives. So we're here today to cover it. We're going to be covering addiction, and I'm here with my coworker and good friend, Fernando Zubia, also known as, as Fez. That's what yes. like, we refer to him as, so um, that's where that is. But thank you for coming on to talk no about this. No this is a very, it's, it's, it's like a, it's a deep subject, but it's like important at the same time. And, you know, it's, it's hard for a lot of people to talk about, so. Well, yeah, especially in the world today, you know what I mean, when, when it's becoming normalized in the sense of it, I think. Right. You know, and, it, and it's not okay. No. You know. I, mean, I think too much of anything can be harmful. And I think that the reason that addiction is so, like, everyone's like, oh, it's okay, is because there's so many things now to become addicted to. Right, <laughs> right, so right. Well, a lot of people's there. heads go straight to drugs or drinking, but, you know, like... There's a lot they, more. There's a lot more and, to and it. And it, it can be, it's like, simple. Like, there's, yeah, there's, like, serious levels, and there's, like, other levels that people don't think about. So right. So we're going to get into all that today on this episode, and, uh, yeah, let's, let's dive right in. So the okay. first question that I have, is, and I kind of ask this in all my episodes, um, what, what is your definition of... The word addiction. Well, I think it's something that, that that consumes you. You know, that kind of takes over your life and, and doesn't allow you to be the person that you that you you deserve to be. Mm-hmm. You know, um, especially when it starts taking over. You know, bills or finances or just slowly right. destroying your life. Yeah, like taking away from your family. Right, your, right. Yeah, your job and financial security. Yeah, definitely. You know, and, and that's the big one right there is, you know, it's family because a lot of people don't know how to how to deal with that. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there, there is the addict, but then there's a the family that has to get healed as well or doesn't know how to understand it. And right. when, when, when they come out of their addiction or they get help for their addiction you know they need that family there mm-hmm. yeah you know the support system and, and a lot of bridges get burnt you know there's mm-hmm. a lot of forgiveness that to help and I went through that myself because I kind of dropped out of my life for a long time you know uh, and it destroyed the relationship with my father it, it's, it's just destroyed the relationship with my son that I'm trying to rebuild you know and it's hard for them to understand yeah you Definitely, know. it's when they don't like experience it. Like they experience it secondhand, like from from you. But like when they don't go through themselves, and I feel like that can kind of create like a divide. Yeah, because my, my my son deserved a dad. I deserve to be a father, and I robbed both of us of that. Mm-hmm. You know, and I can't really get those that time back. Right. Yeah. You know? I think I think addiction. I, I agree with that, and I think it's all. It's like what you said. It like for me, it's like a state of dependency. Like you get so caught up in like the pleasure or the feeling of something that it's like. You become dependent on it, and then it's like it starts ruling you, like owning you. Right, right. And I, and, and, and granted, I, I, I've made it out of my addiction, but at the same time, I have to watch cross addiction. Mm-hmm. You know, right. Um, for instance, um, you know, we know each other. You know how many movies I have. Yeah. I have to watch myself, even with buying movies, because you know I, I pride myself on having all the Marvel movies, you know, mm-hmm. or, or collections. But if I'm going to buy that movie before my electric bill. Before my food, before rent, and that becomes an importance, that's where I need to check myself. Mm. Yep. You that's know? huge. So That's huge. I'm glad you said that because that's what a lot of people I've noticed do. Like people, I've heard stories of like 
they'll get this money and they'll just go spend it all on something right, right away. And then it's like, right. oh, you don't have money for food or for clothes or essentials things, you know? Right. And I went through that afterwards because once, once, once I got clean, once I started managing my life, I had all this extra money. Mm-hmm. You know, and I basically started over. So yes, I had to buy everything, but I had to tell myself no sometimes. Right. You know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's in the simplest way. That's it, really. You just got it. It's like the self restraint to just be like, yes. I can't. Like, I have to save money. Or I have to do this to, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. But um, so we we kind of went over like what what addiction is now. What what are types? What, what types of addiction are there? Out? There's so many of them. I mean, yes, yes. I mean, we can't cover all of them. But like, what are, what are some of them that, that well, come like, to mind? Well, like like we said earlier, um, people go straight to drinking or drugs or smoking or something like that. Um, phone is a big one nowadays. Oh my gosh! You know, I I, I struggle with that myself. <laughs> I'm struggling with that my, myself as well because. You know, I'll put on a, I'll get home, I'll put on a movie, I'll go to relax, and I'll notice that I'm spending more time on my phone than watching a movie. I do so the same I'll, thing. So I'll set it down. <laughs> I do the same thing. You know? Right. And then 10 minutes later, all of a sudden, I got my phone back in my hand, and you know, it's like, how did this happen? Right. You don't even know. It's right. just like, it just seems like it just happens. You're like, what? Did, what? what? <laughs> right, right. And, and like we just talked about, spending can be that, you know what I mean? Coffee, anything that, that you... I have an overindulgence of that may cause a harmful side effect to yourself, physically, mm-hmm. mentally, your life. It, it, that you know. Yeah, and, and especially in the, the, this generation, there's a lot of. It's like it's not like there is a lot of drinking and drugs and like nicotine, like vapes, you know, all that stuff. But there's also like things like um, internet usage, like pornography, um, yes. like gaming, like they're like oh, even yeah. even like for me, like sugar. Like, right. sugar is my downfall. Like, yes. I have so much sugar, and when I don't have sugar, my energy, like, levels, I'm just, like, I'm dead. Like, I have right. no energy. Yeah. And that's something I need to work on myself. But there's so many things that, like, consume that are trying to grab everyone's attention. It's just, like, how do you even stay focused? Like, like how do you right, just, you right. know? Well, a, a good example, a simplified example that I'm seeing a lot of on, on, on Facebook and TikTok and so forth is these Starbucks cups that, that these people are getting. mm you know, they're racing every single time one's released, they're racing to the store to get one, and it's causing a frantic, causing, you know, if you're getting mad because you didn't get a cup, <laughs> there's something you need, there needs to be a check. You gotta look at yourself, you know? right? So, check yourself. Yeah, I definitely agree. I mean, there's so many little things. It's like, and even like off that, like collectibles and like new yeah. things, like you yeah. have to have the newest, the newest right. phone, the newest shoes, the newest. Brand, you know, whatever. And it's just right. like, at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. No, and I think addiction, doesn't. that's huge in addiction. Like, a people, like, the addiction of um, pleasing people. Right. Like, with just, like, trying, like, oh, I need to fit in. I need to I need to show these people that, you know, I'm this or that. And it's like, you really don't have to at the no. end of the day. Like, because if you think about it, like, people will be like, oh, that's cool. You have a new sweatshirt. They'll see it for three seconds. But like, cool. And then they'll forget about it. It's like, right. at the end of the day, they're not going to remember that you have and, and, and all I just stuff. like. I actually just gave this advice to somebody today, you know, is with that, you know, living your life for yourself, Mm, really. That's huge. You know, and that's, at the end of the day, that's what matters. Because if you're putting yourself up, if you are living up to somebody else's expectations or the world's expectations, you will never meet that expectation. Right, you're a slave to the expectation. Right, and... The thing that I pointed out to him is personal goals. It's called personal goals for a reason. 
Mm-hmm. You know, right. it's yourself. Yeah, I mean, yeah. really, you're not. You're just you're doing your your own thing because you want to, and it's like right. freedom. It's like, it's freedom almost. Right, right. The base level of freedom, and not yes. slave to the mindset that you have to, you know, be someone that you're not really. Right. And that kind of goes into all of my like the self confidence episodes and everything. It all ties yes. together. Yeah. In the end of the day, everything like it all ties together. But um, so, what were some of the addictions um, you faced in your life? I faced quite a few of them actually. Um, Started with drinking, you know, and it went to other drugs and, you know, you name it, I've tried it. In in my 45 years of life, I, I've, I've done a lot, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but I think drinking is, I think drinking is a gateway. I think drinking is a big one because it's so socially acceptable, right. you know, and you can get your hands on it at a young age. There's liquor stores in every corner. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, but that one, you know, that was not a hard one too. Because when you come off of it, your body has to adjust, you know, and you realize how much damage you're doing. And that's, yeah, that's a, I that's think that's a, a key one. thing is personal health and what it does to yourself. Right. Um, I don't know, I just lost. No, it's all, it's all good. But like, it's just there's so many things that it does and people don't like here the fact the thing that kind of scares me is like it and this is socially accepted like drinking makes you if you get too drunk you can't remember things right and like you you don't remember what you did last night and that's like oh I'm just hungover like that's so socially accepted right. like that to me is like what are we doing here like that yeah. doesn't that's kind of frightening a little bit but yes it is frightening especially when I sit here and think about the times that I Black, blacked out. Mm-hmm. And I remember the first blackout I had, I, I went out drinking. I had just gotten my license and stuff. And I woke up the next day in bed. I've been out drinking. I woke up in bed. My car is outside, not knowing how I got there. Right. But did that stop me? And that's where addiction really, the word addiction really comes in. Did that stop me? No. No. Right. You know? No. I kept on doing it. And to be honest with you, what stopped me was 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 just that the blackout. Mm. You know, I, I had an incident. I woke up in Iowa City, not how not knowing how I got how there. Got there right. Had to find my way back to Clinton, and it was a really embarrassing situation. And it really opened up my eyes to the fact of what am I doing? Mm. One of these times, I'm not going to wake up. One of these times, you know, you know, and there's a lot of people will miss me, <laughs> right? You, <laughs> you know, like you don't know, you just don't know what that stuff. And something I think, I, I was thinking about this, like addiction, like the actual scientific thing is like when you have some sort of like pleasure or um, like, a, like a, yeah, euphoria, exactly. Yeah. You get a dopamine rush and dopamine is like in your blood and it, it makes you feel like, like good, like a high almost. Like you're like, yo, like that was cool. Like, that was so, yeah, so much yeah. fun. Right, and like, right. and the thing about, the thing that makes it so dangerous is the first time you do it is, is like the best, right? The yeah. first time you get yeah. that first dopamine rush of anything you do. And it can be anything as like little as like, like when I play basketball, if I hit a three pointer or something and it looks like a swish, I get a little dopamine rush. Like that right. excites me, but it can also be like getting high or getting drunk for the first time, right. you know, whatever. And it's like, right. oh, that was so cool. And then from there, you're always chasing that, but it's never okay. as good as it was. And you're right. like, you're like, I need to get back to that. And it, it just it's a cycle, and it just keeps you there, keeps you locked in, really. And that's really the horrible thing about addiction is, 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 is it is fun. It's fun for a while, and you have that, you know, acceptance and that, that pleasure. 
but <laughs> it takes more and more and more and a lot you know one day you wake up and you know you've lost everything your friends your family your home you ain't got a job no more you're living on the street and you're wondering how to get out mm-hmm. and how to change and you don't feel like you can't right you know and that's like, that's the big thing with a lot of people is they don't think they can get out of it right it's just, I think that's a mindset thing. We'll, we'll get into that here, too, yeah, right. um, a little later on. But how important is a role, like, the role of influence play in addiction? Like, and I'm, I'm talking, like, maybe, like, peer pressure or what other people think. Like, you know, what do you, what do you think about that? Well, a lot. That? Yeah. You know, a lot. Because as, as a person growing up and, you know, not really fitting in anywhere, you know, or, or looking for a place to fit in, I looked up to certain people and admired certain people. And... If I drank, I was in this crowd. Mm. If I did this, I was in this crowd. You know, and I felt like I belonged. Um, even with celebrities. That's even it. with celebrities right. with nowadays, you know. Right. Not, nowadays and back then. You know, I, I was really into music. I admired a lot of bands and stuff like that. And I'll use an example, Slash. Mm. You know, I really looked up to him. He was always drunk. He smoked. Mm. He did this and whatever. And... You know, you get it in your mindset that I got to be like this guy, so I got to drink, I got to smoke, right. I got to do this. And you don't see the bad side of it. Right. You don't you see know? it when, when they're not on social, or not, well, not social media at that, but I guess like, you know, when they're not on tour or they're not in a concert or an interview talking right. about their great life, you don't see that. Right. You don't see their personal life. Well, you don't see it until it's too late. How many, how many oh, celebrities right. have we lost? That's so true though. Yeah. You know. Drug overdose. Yeah, yes. I mean, shootings, like gang. Yeah, that's right. that's a really good point. That's so true. And I think it just goes back to people being like, just be yourself. Like, you don't have to, you don't have to fit in with other people, like all these other crowds, and try to please people. You know, to to be valued, to have worth. Right. It's like you have your life is like so important. Like it's it has so much worth. That's what I'm yes. trying to say, basically. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> that's really what I was trying to say. But I mean, that's so important. I think a lot of people do struggle with that. Just, just know that you yeah, you don't have to follow the crowd. Like go be no. go be a trailblazer. You know, make your own path. Make your own path. That's right. You know, yeah. I mean, too many people get caught up in keeping up keeping up with the Joneses, for an example. And it's like, nah, just right. go do your own thing. Because yeah, at the end of the day, you have yourself, and you have to live with yourself. You know, and be happy with yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's huge. So how how why do you think we have addictions? I'm, I'm this is an interesting question, and I'm I'm kind of curious. Yes, it was because it really made me <laughs> really made me think. It had me there. Um, why do we have addictions? Um, something happened in, in in childhood, you know, whether it be some kind of trauma, um, parents, mm. you know, uncles, family. You know, I mean, it becomes a norm. Uh, drinking isn't, go go back to drinking. Drinking is, you know what I mean, a big one. You know, the, um, the uncles and family sitting in the garage and it just becomes a way of life. You know, and I think a lot of it is because mental health mm. is a big one. Yeah. You know, seeing a therapist, asking for help or, or dealing with it, and we just shove it into the back burner. Right. And, and we try to fill that hole. We try to escape. And that's the big one too: is escaping from reality and responsibility. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, I mean, it's mental health is huge when it comes to addiction. 
because mental health is sometimes like poor mental health can be the reason people fall into addiction. Right. Like right. whether it be drugs, it's they're using drinking or drugs as a coping mechanism, you know, for whatever might have happened. Right. And that is where we like we need to figure things out as a society. Be like we can't turn to this. Well, that, we got to turn to each other, you right. know, rather than these these substances. And I mean, that's I, honestly, I think that's why a lot of these rappers and like artists are dying because. You know, as bright as their life might seem, as rich and whatever, like these guys might actually have mental health issues that right. we don't know about, and so they're using all these drugs to cope, and, and that's why. Yeah, and, and as a society, we we need to reach out to people and start shaming them and make it a, a comfortable conversation. Mm. You know, I, I it's so easy to to laugh at the drug addict or the alcoholic or or whatnot, but at the end of the day, that's that's somebody's daughter, somebody's son somebody's kid right you know yeah and the only way that they can make it through it is with each other Mm -hmm. i think the sad thing is too we were we were actually talking about this yesterday at work um you you said that story of like she asked if she was like the the lady was visibly upset and you want to go in you want to expand on that yes um it's a facebook page um from my hometown mason city and and rant and rave, and then this woman was at Hardy's eating or ordering food. And the woman behind the counter was visibly having a bad day, just having a rough time at it and being rude in a sense of it. Um, the, 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 the customer asked if she was doing all right or if she was okay. And was told to mind her own business and would you know continue to be rude to to, to this woman um, and the crazy thing is they knew each other uh, the lady went to the manager talked about the, the situation was told it was not a a Hardy's issue it was a personal issue uh, but but the thing is, is she she posted this on there and and the responses that came back were just surprised me mm-hmm. you know she she got. She had the situation turned around on her. Told her that it was her fault for 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 asking how the person was doing. And I just think that is backwards thinking. We should be able to ask each other how we're doing. Right. Yep. We should be able to check on each other without feeling wrong. You know. I agree with that. Because uh, because we're, we're all on this tiny planet together. <laughs> together. We're human beings. <laughs> At the end of the day, we're human beings. And right. I mean, we're all here together. We might as well work together and right, help right. each other out rather than tear each other out. And you never know. That one person may need that. Right. You, you don't know? know what people are going through. You really right. don't. Like, right. People are very good at masking and hiding real emotion. You have no idea. Right. So, just, it's, I, I, the thing that I always say, it's just, it's not hard to be nice people. You know, just at least, even if you're having a bad day, just like at least to not be rude. Like, just to, you know, it's, it's not really that hard just to be a to good be a person. decent human yes, being to be a decent human being right i mean seriously it's just like i don't know but i think like i have a few answers for this myself why why do you think we have addiction i think well one i'm going to go back to what i said earlier there's so many things to become addicted to mm-hmm. now so it's like it's so easy to, to just fall into whatever it might be something but i also think you know coming with a religious um point of view here as well like it's it's the enemy you know purposely putting stuff out there, you know, and trying to just get people away from, from, from God. Really? I mean, that's, that's a huge thing. You know, it's like, 
I don't know. It's just it just seems like so many things are out there to to set us up for failure, like purposely are there. And I think, and then it also goes back with the dopamine. You know, we are wired. Our brains, our bodies are wired that way. Like dopamine, like if we have a good feeling, you know, and we wanna, if we don't have the self control to like say, you know, this, I I need to set this down or I need to limit this, you fall into it, you know. Yeah. And you just continually, and it just becomes a cycle, and ultimately takes over your life. Really. Yeah. You know, keeps you from being the person that you deserve to be. Yep. You know, to yourself, your family, to to. To everybody, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, that's huge. So, how long? Um, or, I'm sorry. How did you overcome some of your addictions, and like, how long did it take you? It took a long time because uh, I, I've been struggling with a lot of things ever since I was a teenager. Um, I, I just got clean. I have, I think, about five years under my belt. Mm-hmm. Um, how did I get? How did I get? How did I beat my addiction? Um, well, for starters, we really never beat our addiction. You know, I'm 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 still an addict. You know, I, I could have a bad day, I could pick up a drink, I could you know go back to my old ways. Um, but I have to remind myself where that's going to take me. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I have an apartment, I have a job. You know, uh, I could lose all that. So. Um, but how did I beat my addiction? I got away f- from everything. You know, not a little bit, not, you know, I got away from everything. You know, I'm probably going to mess this up, but in the Bible, it says when you have a new life, you prune your tree. Oh, yep. You know. Like reborn. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I basically chopped my tree down and started over. Hmm. Um, anybody that was toxic to me in my life, Sorry. You know, right. um, I went to the Victory Center. Mm-hmm. Um, I got involved in a nine-month program. Um, I got a job at Fulton Corp here. Uh, after the nine months, I had enough money to get my own apartment. And and I'm still doing it. Right. Every, every day, I'm, I'm getting up. I'm going to work. I'm paying my bills. I'm just being productive. And I'm not allowing any of that toxicity Back into my back life, in. Mm-hmm. you know. Yep, that's important. I mean, I think you got to be all in. You know, if you want to, if you really want to change, you got to be like, I'm not gonna. Oh, halfway, I put half effort. You got to be all in. You got to be a hundred percent. That's right. the only way that you really. And like you said, leave. You know, leave everything behind. Like, don't look back. Like, just right. be like, too bad. Like, I'm sorry. The hardest thing that I had to realize was that these people that I called friends. These acquaintances, they're not really your friends. Mm. Mm. You know? Right. It's like, what, what are they Because really if they were your you? friends, they wouldn't be there to tear you down. They wouldn't be giving you the stuff that is causing this in your life. They'd be there to uplift you. Right. You know? Help you out. Right. Be there for you. Because that's, that's, that, that's the easiest way to find out who your friends are. It's act like you're broke for a second. You True. know? Who's going to be there? Who's right. going to be gone? <laughs> that's so true that's <laughs> yeah. actually like it's, it's harsh and it sounds like but it makes you think like real like it's, it's true right. it's so right. true and I think I'm not saying you guys should like go test your friends or anything but like seriously right. like take a moment and just think like what if I didn't have this or this like what would the circumstances be and I think that's a healthy thing to do I don't think that's a bad thing to do but you know just watching around who you, who you keep yourself mm-hmm. who you 
sorry, I got to word this. How who you keep your keep around yourself, Tyson? Right. Yeah, who you keep around yourself. I don't know why that was so hard for me to. It's <laughs> an old proverb too um, that just basically says you are what you surround yourself with. If you hang out with thieves, you may not be a thief, but you will look like a thief. Mm. You know, to everybody around you. And not only that, but if you're in, in, in something or around something enough, you will become that. Mm-hmm. You may not be a thief, but over time, you will start to become what your surroundings are. Mm. So in order to grow, we have to be careful what our surroundings are. You put yourself in an environment where you can, you know, succeed. And, right. You know, start to be on the right path. Right. Yeah. So how, how uh, big of a role does, like, faith play in overcoming stuff like addiction? Well... First off, I wouldn't be here without God mm-hmm. because I don't believe in coincidences. I believe I was placed in the right place at the right time to get where I am right now. If I hadn't have gotten clean, if I hadn't gone to the Victory Center, I hadn't have, I wouldn't have been involved in the ninth month program. I wouldn't have had my job at Fulton Corp. You know, all these things play into it. Gave me a second chance. <laughs> Sometimes for the Victory Center, a fifth, sixth chance. You know, they didn't have to let me back in, but they did. That set up everything here. You know, and I believe that's that's God. Mm-hmm. And the reason I say that is because if I didn't, I have a friend that I helped out, um, still helping out. And if I wouldn't, if these things didn't line up and happen, I wouldn't have been there for this person. Mm-hmm. And that person reminds me all the time how much I I help helped her mm-hmm. you know but if I didn't you know if those things didn't line up I wouldn't be there right you know I, I I wouldn't have my job you know what I mean and yeah I mean seriously like we probably wouldn't even be doing this right we now we probably wouldn't even be doing this right now <laughs> right <laughs> and know? I think the same way for like in my life if, if God didn't bring me through certain things if certain things didn't happen like you know sometimes you, you have like a, a bad experience and, it, and the time being like God why are you doing this to me like like, why are you bringing me through this? But then in the end, like, maybe, in, you know, later down the line, you're like, I see why he did that. And, right. like, I'm actually grateful that, he, you know, he taught me this lesson or, you know, whatever. And I think that's huge for anything, really. That's, that's a hard thing to swallow, though. Mm-hmm. Because I know for me, I've kind of had a rough time at it since I've been a kid in life. You know, and eventually you just, like, Why? Why do I have to go through this? You know, can I cut a, catch a break? Right. But then when that purpose is shown to you, for instance, me helping out that friend, I realized I wouldn't have been able to help her or anybody else without having those experiences. Experiences, right. You know. Yeah. And I mean, that's huge. And like faith for me, you know, is it's like, it's for, it's like everything, you know, it's, it, it guide, it's like a guide to your life and it shows you your purpose and you know what, what we're here to do and I think I mean like I said in the last episode if you like I just feel different when my with my faith like when I'm like very in tune with it like you just you, you live your life different and like this this is like, I'm gonna say this and some people are gonna be like what like I really I really don't worry anymore like I know that sounds crazy like I've I've taken this seriously in the last few months and I like I can't even describe it and it sounds like really like outlandish and like what is he talking about like that's not true I swear like I, I really just don't 
have worry anymore. I just live my life. I'm just like, I'm chilling. I'm here, you know. Whatever happens, happens. I mean, know? I understand that because, I, I mean, I do worry. I, I, I'm a big thinker and stuff like that about things. But at the same time, I've, I've had to let things go and put them in God's hands. Right. And not worry about it. For instance, my relationship with my son. If that weighs on my head where it's stressing me out and I... I but it'll come in time. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. there's, no, there's no sense of worrying about certain things because... Maybe right now is not the time. Man, that's it. You know? That's it. Timing. Maybe right now is not the time that, that, that God wants me to deal with it. Yep. I, and I'm, I'm very glad you said that because it's like, yeah, you know, he's, he's got me. That's, and that's what, that is the mindset that has really helped me not worry as much. It's like, you know, God's got it. Like, I'm chilling. Yeah. He, he's, got, he's got me, you know. No, and, I'll bring the serenity prayer into this too, God. Grant me this serenity to accept the things I cannot change. Mm. The wisdom to know the difference. I just messed that all up. <laughs> I really did. I um, I but the serenity pair um, is a very big one. You know, why worry about something that you cannot change? Mm-hmm. You can set, you know, worry about the things you can change. Worry about the little things. Because the little things add up to the big things. Right, and I, th- I think that's a big cause of stress and maybe even addiction in a lot of people's life, trying to right. manipulate things that you don't have control over. Right. It's right. like just just control what you can control and what you can't control, so be it. Right. Let it be, you know. It, yeah. God's got it in the end of the day. But for, So for our viewers who are listening and watching around the world, no, probably not. I'm just kidding. <laughs> how, how can they um, overcome addiction they might be dealing with in their own lives? Ask for help. The first thing is to step away and realize that you want it, really. Um, Because as much effort as we put into our addictions, you know, finding that drug or that drink or whatever every single day, you can put it into changing your life. But you got to be in 100%, not 90, 100%. You know, you're going to want it. And it's, it's, it gets easier. Trust me, it gets easier. You know, but you have to surround yourself with positive environments, positive people, God. You know, you're not alone. And I think that's the hardest thing that, that a lot of people deal with is thinking that they're alone. Thinking nobody cares. Well, this is my life now. It doesn't have to be, you know. Yeah. You're in control of your life. And it, it may be scary, but it just, like I said, it just takes one step. And you don't have to do it alone. But you got to have the right people in place. And you got to get the toxicity out of your life. Because that one person could destroy it all. <sighs> yeah. Because when you have those bad days and you feel like a drink... You need to go to that person that's going to say no, that's going to talk to you. Not the person that's going to sit down and say, hey, let's talk over a beer. No. It doesn't work that way. Right. Got to eliminate it. Right. Yeah, that is I'm. Yeah, that is awesome. I'm very glad you said that. That is very powerful to hear, too, you know. Just because, you know, you've been through stuff, too. And it's like to show that you, you've been able to do it. And, like, you can bring that mess to people. Like, that's powerful. I, you right. know, that's... Right. That's really good. So what would you say to someone who says they can't overcome an addiction? They're like, they're stuck in it. 
you haven't tried hard enough, you know? I, I, I hate, you know, right. you haven't tried, you know, mm-hmm. because you're not stuck, you know? The only person that is stopping you from getting clean or getting the help that you need is yourself, you know, because you deserve a better life. There's, your sons deserve a better person, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just really it is, is you got to try, you got to give it 100%. You got to cut down that whole tree and start all over. And it's not as hard as you think it is, you know? Right. And like he said, you're not alone. I mean, there's other people that are going through the same things. And there might even be people that are off worse. Like, you think that you're the worst situation. There's people that I'm sure that are in way worse situations, you know? So it's like, you're not alone. Reach out. There's always people that care about you. I mean, seriously, you know, um, that's really it. I mean, yeah, that's yes. it. You know, I think... I think that's the reason why there's so much mental health crisis and suicide and addiction, too. Right. It's all because of people that you just got to reach out. People think they're in it alone when you're not. Right. You're getting, yeah. And that's just it is checking on each other. Right. You know, I know, I know when addiction, I, I stepped away from my family. I stepped away from my friends, and, and I'm trying to get those back right now. And the reason I say that is because... I had a lot of people check on me, but I didn't receive it, mm. you know, and I stayed away from because I knew that I knew they misapproved. Thank you for coming on. You know, this is no again, problem. this is this is a tough subject and a lot of people would be intimidated to come on here and, and talk about this. So I, I commend you. I appreciate it right. for, you know, coming on here and talking about your experience and uh, just giving us advice to the people. Right, so, right. You're welcome. And, yeah. So uh, with that being said. Thank you guys for watching. Um, check out Instagram. Check out YouTube, Spotify. It'll all be in the description. Don't worry. And, uh, yeah, we'll catch you guys in the next episode.